Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. So, do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze all your online marketing campaigns. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com income now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com income. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Once a wound of sweet named Bjorn Had his maid bring tea each morn Turns out horny Bjorn He loves servant porn And poof went my play I am beautiful and clever And I always, always never get my way Alright, time for a clippy clap Three, two, one, clap! Great job, Liz Liz, stepping up to the plate Liz, Eston Kicking Aston. This should be Liz Kicking Aston is your last name. <laughs> In my dreams. Uh, that's a weird dream. Um, no, not really. Hello, patrons. Welcome back to our Schmigadoon Breakdown. I am once again joined, as always, by our wonderful video editor, Liz Kick Aston. Hello. That is my new last name. Yeah, that's your new last name. It, uh, it's on your birth certificate now. I, I figured you should know this. Yeah, this is a new fact that we have learned. 
Yeah, um, her last name is Kick-Assing because she kicked ass on this, like, cabaret video. Like, great job. Yeah, it should be good. should be good. It'll be out by now. So. Um, have I told you that I, when I uploaded it, I got a copyright claim from Andrew's band? <laughs> and oh I was like, God. motherfucker, you better, you better take this shit off. We didn't get a claim for the fucking Wilkeman instrumental, which I got off of a karaoke channel, but Andrew's band is calling us out. Yes, I'm like, bitch, take this shit down. Oh, so, Andrew. Okay, okay, I will. All right, I'll do that. This is all <laughs> Andrew's fault. It really is. Um, But where are we in the Schmigadoon world? Ah, well, that's a good question. It's, We're on it's, episode took, five. Yeah, we took like a week off. Um, it's been a while. Did you watch them today, or when did you catch up? On I caught up five? last night. Uh so. I know there was a flashback to the modern day. Was this the time where she said it was a doggy dog world? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Is is it a doggy dog world though? I don't know. Is it a doggy is it a world where dogs are dogs to each other or is it a world where dogs eat each other? That's a philosophical question I never thought I'd ask I mean, myself. Have you ever thought about eating a dog before? No, no, never. Not a million years. Or are dogs just violent to each other? Um, it is a bad saying because dogs don't eat each other, as far as I know. Um, the animal no. kingdom is out of my breadth of knowledge, though, I will admit. No, no. I don't know much about animals, but I did take biology of sex in college, so I know how they fuck each other. Oh, okay. So what's the red useful. rocket do? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to know these things. I don't remember. I just remember there's this one worm that reproduces asexually and then turns female or male, depending on if they can get someone to have reproduced with them, maybe. I don't know. That's what the incels need to figure out. <laughs> like, just put that idea onto brain cell Reddit and then see what they figure out. I, I, my Reddit account is a secret, so... <laughs> no, must know I'm a lady. Oh, 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 oh! Those think you're an incel. All right, yeah. but I like that opening where he didn't get like tenured or some shit, and like she was there for him. And yeah, connection. Um, this is once again. I feel like the rest of the show from like her introduction forward belongs to Ariana Debose. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every time she's on screen, you're immediately like enthralled by her. Um, as much as that is the truth, um, this episode belongs to Jane Krakowski. <laughs> Truly the most iconic she has been since she performed Muffin Top. <laughs> yes, I mean, this is her best musical number since Muffin Top. Since, um, I didn't think you could top Muffin Top, but here we are. She always brings her A-game. Um, oh, yeah. She's introduced as like the evil love interest to the Doctor character that Cecily Strong is maybe infatuated with. Maybe he is handsome. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give him that. He's got the bare minimum of what it takes to be a partner. He, she true. does find he's, him attractive. He's handsome, and she's he's willing to reshape himself to be his ter- perfect partner, which is not what you want. But that's what the next episode is about. <laughs> I mean, he, change is important, but yes, healthy change. Yeah, like accommodating, not completely changing your personality for your partner. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I, uh, so she shows up as just like the prospect woman. Then she drives a car, drives Cecily Strong into the middle of nowhere, singing about how she always never doesn't get her man. <laughs> She's like the perpetual secondary love interest that just is there for the other love interest to competition conquer. Yeah, she's basically, yeah, she's the lady from The Sound of Music, essentially. She does admit she's a Nazi. 
Yeah. It depends on which version of The Sound of Music. Are you aware of the differences between The Sound of Music movie and The Sound of Music musical? I am not, but I did watch Sound of Music live, like, a quarter of it, but I couldn't get through it, so I don't Um, know. You should watch the London version. It is so much better with the same script. Um, Yeah. But in The Sound of Music Broadway show, they break up because idealistic differences, or he's like, I could never date anyone that sympathizes with the Nazi, and also this girl is here too. Where in the movie, it's like, I'm so in love with Julie Andrews. Hey, who wouldn't be? I mean, yes, but he basic in the Broadway show, he basically goes for Maria out of convenience of, hey, you're not a Nazi, right? <laughs> Which is why the joke where it's like, I end up, of course, I'm a Nazi. At the end is so great because <laughs> it does yeah. feel that kind of tacked on in the musical. Just like conveniently, she's a Nazi, so they have a reason to break up. Like, of course. Of it course. wasn't even she was a Nazi. She's like, you know what? If the Nazis come, who cares? I'm like Laura Benanti. It's like that guy from the cabaret movie, except he yeeted out of the movie real quick. I gotta yeet myself out. The Nazis are coming. Shit. Yeah, the Nazis are actually bad. I hate communists, but Nazis are worse. Well, I wonder how he feels about Dove Cameron as a socialist. Um, we'll find out next episode. Um, I <laughs> that's think a sneak Jane peek. Kri- yeah, that's a sneak peek. I think Jane Krakowski is wonderful in this episode. Um, Flawless. Her physicality was something that was very underused in 30 Rock. Like, I don't know if you've seen her in She Loves Me, but that was the first time I realized she has legs. (laughs) I've seen clips of it. I haven't actually seen the... I know there's a pro shot, so I'm going to check that out at some point, but I've not gotten to it yet. You should watch that. Um, Maybe we'll do that for Christmas, force you to watch She Loves Me. One One of my favorite pro shot musicals of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I think Jane Krakowski is the best part of this episode. I wish there was more Jane Krakowski in this show. Frankly. Yeah. Um, this is where we we have a little bit of the drama between Ariana DeBose and uh uh she and her secret and her relationship with her brother, which was kind of a theory that is used a lot with the music man, where if you look at that family, it's like Marion is totally Winthrop's mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> So they just lean into that as like, no, this is text and not subtext now. Yeah. And it makes sense with the whole Mildred Layton being around being Mildred Layton. Yes, Christian Chenoweth. Um, and it's that ties to the music man, which is weird that they give the villain the You Got Trouble song. Yeah, which is the only music man reference I got right away because I know one music man reference. and It's that song. <laughs> yeah, that and Ronnie Howard Lisping are the two big ones in this. Yeah, um, Kristen Chenoweth should take a Hugh Jackman's spot in The Music Man on Broadway so we don't have to deal with that show being... I just think we should have The Music Man on Broadway. I think The Music Man should die, you're right. I don't think we need The Music Man. That's just... I barely... I know minimum amount of information about The Music Man, but from what I know about it, I don't think we need it anymore. I think it's fine as it is as that movie and in like community theaters and aside from that we don't really need it. That is where I think it's life should be. Yeah, stick with stick with the high schools. Don't we don't need Hugh Jackman to play whatever the music man's guy's name is. I don't. Harold Hill. Oh, it was Harold, Harold Hill. Hill. For some reason I was thinking about the main character of the snowman and I didn't want to call him Harry Hole. So <laughs> Don't watch the Harry Holes on hand. Uh, Don't watch the Snowman, by the way. It's a terrible movie. It's not a musical. It's a terrible movie. 
I at first I thought you meant like that animated special, the snowman. But no, you're no. talking about the 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 meme movie. I'm talking about the Michael Fassbender meme movie that had no footage shot of it, so they reconstructed it in post. I'm sorry, they did what now? They only shot about sixty five percent of the script due to budgetary issues, so they had to reconstruct it with post and ADR. They did what? Yeah, they could do that. Yeah, they reconstructed it. It's very weird. Uh, there's a scene where there's a car driving. It's a big overhead shot, and you can hear Michael Fassbender and the uh, the female character talking in what is clearly voiceover recorded later to establish where they're going. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you're looking for a good time... It's funny if you're a filmmaker, you can like laugh at it, but there's a twist in it and it never made sense at all. Okay, just spoil the twist for us because I have no interest in watching this. Uh, warning, spoiler warning for the snowman. The snowman, yes. If anyone gives a shit, listen. You could have saved this. her if you tried. Yeah. That's, so that's basically, it. the snowman killer is a killer that buries, kills women and puts them in snowmen to, so the police find them. Uh, don't ask why, but it's okay. revealed that Michael Fassbender's ex-girlfriend's husband is the killer because he witnessed someone kill his own parents or something. It's not really clear what's going on or okay, why he's need, killing I all I these people. I need to draw this fucking fa- family tree. Michael Fassbender's ex-girlfriend's husband? Yes. I followed that. Okay. So it's like saying your father, brother's cousin's former roommate. Um, yeah, kind of. That makes them absolutely nothing. They're wiener cousins, yeah. I guess, but that's not a murder. Yeah, they're yeah, you, wiener cousins, probably a good term. But yeah, he commits the murders because he wants to or something. The movie does a poor job explaining it. And then he kidnaps the girlfriend and Michael Fassbender has a son, which is not in any of the marketing because no one cares. Um, and then they kidnap them and then Michael Fassbender goes to find them and saves them. And that's the end of the movie. Man, that's the same ending as The Dark Knight and just as good. <laughs> Yes, cinematic brilliance. I'm, I'm sa- it's sad that the, the snowman didn't win an Oscar for best editing because it sounds like they, the editor is the only one that came to work that day. Well, Bohemian Rhapsody won for best editing, so it could have won. Oh, yeah, that was that year? Mm, I don't remember. I don't that remember. That is like Ooh. some of the worst editing I've ever seen in, in Bohemian Rhapsody. Pinnacle of bad editing. I can't even with it. Ugh. Ugh. It was and so people, frustrating. People try to tell me that's a musical. No, that's barely even a movie. Stop. No, it's a like this. This the soundtrack they released alongside the movie is just a Queen collection of just that's random cringe. Queen songs performed by the same person. So that's the point. Just listen to a Queen greatest hits album released ten years ago. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Ugh. I mean, I don't want to listen to Queen ever. I'm not a big Queen fan. Just watch We Will Rock You. You know, if you want something fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys talked about that at some point. It's ah. very bad. Um, yeah. Well, the movie also implies Freddie Mercury got AIDS by just going to the bathroom with random men, so. Okay, when you say going to the bathroom, do you mean the act of literally walking into the bathroom or the fact that they went back to the bathroom and, st- like, toilets adjacent to each other or in the same no, toilet? just the act of walking into a bathroom. Man, I didn't know that was how little I had to do to get AIDS. According to Bohemian Rhapsody, they never show him having sex with men. You're just like, oh, he's 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 just a gay guy. Cool. That's the worst PG thirteen movie. Um, Rocket Man deserved all the love the Bohemian Rhapsody got. 
How do you no, make any film like that after Walk Hard has come out? Walk Hard killed that genre. Walk Hard is the greatest comedy ever made. It's a I great will, musical. I will die, die saying that. I love Walk Hard so much. I've seen it like six times. And the and songs it, are great. Yeah, Beautiful Ride makes me cry. That that is the perfect comedy. Um, yeah, I love Walk Hard. We might do that on the show one day. Like, I think that oh. counts enough as a musical. Maybe we'll bring you in on that, Liz. Hell yeah, I'd love to. Walk I love Walk great. Hard. Um, back to Schmigadoon. Let's look at these songs we got here. Um, so Tribulation was a lot of fun. I love Tribulation. It was great. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. I didn't enjoy the rep- reprise of Suddenly um, because, you know, I felt like we'd done that job last week. Oh, yeah. it's I know we, it's having Cecily question what's going on in their head makes sense, but I don't think she needed to sing it. No. I mean, that was not a moment that felt like it needed to be sung. Um, it threw me off a bit. Cecily's great. From this point forward, I will say the show gets a lot less solid than the first two thirds were. The first, yeah. I, I can feel the COVID coming in and ruining this, where I see a lot of insert shots gotten of actors alone just to wrap things up really quickly. I feel the Jane Krakowski character was probably set up better in another version, but then scheduling and COVID, all that. Um, it's worse in the finale, um, but it, it you start to see the seams here, um, and that's yeah. not the fault of the creators um covid is covid you know it is covid they did what they could and i wasn't hyper paying attention to it so i didn't notice it but i did notice a lot more green screens yeah Um, instead of painted matte backgrounds i I, it's rough and like characters just kind of disappeared like dove cameron just doesn't (laughs) exist in the show for a little bit um same with aaron tevate he shows up at the end of this episode yeah but keegan michael keegan's face the logic behind it makes no sense where he he says get away from my girl but he has not been around Cecily strong for a while yeah i i'd like to think it's because of the whole i think i got her pregnant thing maybe but it's why go after him when and not the doctor there's a lot of a lot of stuff that doesn't quite add up if you think about it more than a second yeah like the doctor kind of not being in it as much you notice it yeah like that's why Cecily strong is stuck in a field by herself the back half like it's easier to film that. Um, <clears throat> clearing my throat. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Tribulation. Kristen Chenoweth kills it. I'm glad they don't lean onto her soprano side. I feel like that's the kind of, you hire Kristen Chenoweth, you just give her soprano role. I don't think I've ever heard her sing a patter song before, now that I think oh, yeah. about it. And Me she either. nailed it. She flipping nailed it. Oh, yeah. She, the, her, the form, all of it, the one shot take of everything, everything being perfectly coordinated impeccable and yeah that was like the last like groundbreaking song in the show um especially like we're talking a little bit about next week but that was like the last like ah that was great um yeah yeah i think this is like i know we're wrapping up story-wise but emotionally ariana debose her entire monologue and revelation broke my heart into little tiny bitty shreds and little tiny pieces Keegan-Michael Key, I kind of get his appeal to Cecily Strong. He's becoming much less of a douche. Yeah. He's he's gr- he's like the Grinch, except for he's not the Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Airbud, I feel like there's a lot of Airbud slander in here. 
Is Erba the one where he plays basketball? Yeah, there ain't no rule in the, the the books that say a dog can't play basketball, so let's let him. I yeah, I don't. I think I've seen an, an Airbud movie, but I think it's the one where he played soccer. There's um, no rule against that either. They devolved into like Santa Claus dogs eventually with Santa yeah. buddies, and none it was of the Air. Ar- it became Air Buddies, so you yes. got puppies. Um, which is a much better marketing strategy if you think about it. Um, yeah. But the thing, it all started with a dog that wanted to play basketball, and now we've got an entire corporate conglomerate that's not even allowed to have it on Disney Plus for legal reasons. Yeah, Disney Plus is really missing Air- the Airbud franchise. Literally, what am I going to watch the next time I take too many edibles? Uh, you Cruella's on Disney Plus now. No, that you would freak me that. out too much. Mister, there's a lot of CGI dogs in that. <laughs> Yeah, but they so, commit murders. They killed Cruella's mom. They do. And the dog it's not actually the dogs that kill her mom though. It's Emma Thompson that kills her mom. Spoils. Sorry to spoil it for the people watching, but don't listen to Twitter. They're not always right. Um, Twitter is always right. What are you talking about? Just look at the pro Jared situation. They told me he was evil and he was evil. He's so evil. He totally didn't clear his name. <laughs> that was like the worst name clearing since John Tron. It's, oh my god, John Tron. <laughs> oh my god. I I don't know what it is, but me and Andrew are in this weird period of musicals with cheese where we're just going to reference like a lot of internet personalities from the late thousands to the early aughts, where that's just our goal. Every episode, we're going to throw in a nostalgia critic reference, because fuck you. We don't oh intend god. to do it. It's just a thing that is happening. And then there'll be millions of videos, and I'll have to get imp- get video of the thing you're referencing you have to watch um nostalgia critic all the way through um mr i hate him so much so fucking much i Um, i hate him i hate him i've heard so many firsthand stories about how terrible he is too from people that ought to know oh yeah the people are these people are in the know they know what's up like it's not like just my friend terry or something it's people that know what they're talking about yeah like burn it burn it yeah i mean entire channel on the ground they 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 basically did they were so close (laughs) i i check channel awesome's channel to see what their views are like sometimes and the top max they've gotten is like three hundred thousand views Really? I, I don't believe that. I, I'm going to challenge you. I think they're in the millions for at least that, that what you call it, that that garbage thing. Um, oh, the wall? That yeah. at least is a million views, but that's mostly hate watching. Yeah, but I'm like, that has to have a million views. Oh, yeah. Um, No, Sharkboy and Lava Girls, they're most viewed at 5.2 million. <laughs> Burn it. Oh, yeah, Burn that was that before... That's before everything channel. came out, I think. I'm tired of this. I, I, I just... Doug Walker needs to be stopped. <laughs> he can't get, keep getting away with it. Both him and James Corden need to be put into a hole. Oh, burn James. Oh, my God. I'm dre- oh, That Cinderella movie. Don't forget, that's what we're doing next week. Get uh, excited. Or two weeks from now. Uh, well, they're seeing it two weeks from now, but we're doing it next week. Yeah, get excited, everybody. Get set to get wet because James Corden's obsessed with his dick. This is the thing. I am doing this for you people. Um, I hope I hope you like it. Yes, please let us know how you liked our Schmigadoon breakdown. Uh, yeah, let us. Yeah, let me know what's up. Yeah, let me message, know if you like me or not. I'm kidding. Um, message Liz on Twitter. Find her address. Stalk her house. Like stand outside. I, I support all of this. Uh, I live in I live in Louisville, Kentucky, on a farm. Um, just go find me there. Man. 
How are you doing in Louisville? I'm doing great. <laughs> I don't live in Louisville, guys, but I'm not telling you where I live. So <laughs> She lives in Punxsutawney. I, I live with Andy with- Carl, actually, as, as the main character of Groundhog Day. Um, yeah, this is how we know we've gone over. How did the episode end? I know they were both in the woods. Um, she gets abandoned uh, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah, we skipped a song, too. Did we? Well, yeah, we briefly touched on it. Oh, yeah, it was okay. the song about Jane Krakowski never getting a man. Yeah, so she pulls out a gun, says she's a Nazi, and abandons Cecily Strong in the middle there after doing a bunch of kickflips. Yeah, and driving with her feet. I mean, Jane Krakowski is a fearless actor in a way that she's never embarrassed. I love an actor who's never embarrassed. She and Sutton Foster have that in common where they're like, oh, I'm yeah. going to look stupid. I don't care. She, Yeah. I mean, the pinnacle of her career is a song called Muffin Top. So, I mean, I guess. I haven't watched Kimmy Schmidt. Maybe she topped it somewhere in there. She didn't. Dang. All I, I know is Kimmy Schmidt season. did a lot of racism. Yeah, there's an, the when I stopped, it was like season two, maybe. And last time I checked, her and David Cross were an item, and they were trying to buy the Redskins, so they were no longer the Redskins. Tina Fey. You know what? I she needs to be stopped, too. I Tina Fey's literally one of my heroes in life, and but she's very problematic, I will concede. She, she, she needs to be stopped in a different I, way. And it's she she's learning. She's learning. Oh, my She'll God. She's doing the bare minimum. I mean... Shut up, Jess. Stop it. (laughs) Don't talk about things you don't know, Jess. Sick of this shit. I quit. I'm quitting. Please don't quit. I'm quitting Patreon with cheese. I can't do this alone. Um, all right. Uh, I like that song. I like that scene. And then they're both in the woods, um, because he's looking for list boy Biggie, and she's just alone. Yeah, and then they find the heart rocks. Yeah, because some... Does that mean they're out of Schmigadoon? Because that means they would have uh, lost the heart rocks outside of, before they crossed the bridge. Yeah. And that's then they true. chose they to go back them. for each other. Yeah. Okay, that's actually interesting if you think about it. Yeah, that's an interesting in universe thing. Yeah. I forgot they lost them before they came in. Because that was their big fight before they came in, was that fact that they lost them. So yeah. did it get lost in Schmigadoon, or did they somehow wander outside of Schmigadoon and then choose to return because they love each other that much? Hmm, that's an interesting theory. Probably wrong, though, like most of Jesse's film theories. <laughs> Jesse's film theories. It's a second channel. <laughs> it's just a theory. A film theory. Probably incorrect. Probably. I mean, like, I think that one has some validity, though. I mean, there's evidence to it, but that doesn't always mean it's right. It's, this is a weird metaphorical show, so. Is it a- what, is, what is Schmigadoon? Is it really me- a metaphorical show? I mean, is there really a meta? For, or are we just asking what's all this meta for? Yeah, I mean there's a lot of meta humor in it. So. <laughs> you got, you got it, you got it. I got your joke. Don't worry, I get your jokes, man. <laughs> I just don't laugh because they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're funny. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Liz. Um, I I like this episode a lot, but I can see the cracks. There's cracks in the yeah. wall. Yeah, I also got the vibe. This was like a one-parter to episode six because it kind of ends badly yeah it doesn't have an ending like it ends with josh picking up the rock and then they cut to credits i i got that's it and this this is before he agreed to uh, i think it no this is the next episode i'm thinking ahead (laughs) yeah you're looking too far ahead what do you think this is look ahead cast no this is the schmigadoon cast the schmigadoon cast the most serious thing i do (laughs) 
Yeah, this is important. Uh, I'd like this you to stop important. fucking around. <laughs> Am I fired? Yes, no. there's. No, you also... gotta quit because I don't. You don't like how I'm treating you. <laughs> That's how this works, don't you know? Oh God. <laughs> um, I I like this episode a good amount, but it did feel a little anticlimactic. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, it it felt a little like eh, like it ended, but it doesn't <laughs> feel like an ending. It's certainly I feel like, finished. Like the penultimate episode, I think people undercut how important that is. Yeah. A lot. Like Bojack Horseman is one of those shows where the penultimate episode is always the best episode, which makes it a great show. Bojack is one of those shows I can't watch because it makes me feel too sad. Yeah, I've been meaning to rewatch it, but then I remember I don't want to be sad. So I don't. I feel too much relation to Mr. Peanut Butter. I feel like that is me and incarnate to be honest you you're you're kind of similar to mr peanut butter <laughs> i i i've gotten that like from people that know me closely it's like have you watched this because you're just like mr peanut butter and i'm like oh oh no i relate a lot to diane sometimes so i understand people do not like diane <laughs> So. Why do people not like Diane? I mean, because, she, she's just I as know. complex as everyone else on that show. It might, it might just be sexism for all I care. But and racism, don't forget that. A little bit of racism too. But I really people tend to forget she's Asian. Yeah, I mean, I, I relate a lot to Diane due to the whole struggling with what you're doing with your life thing. Because you know, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So. <sighs> I, I guess I'm. Oh, what is her name? The princess, whatever. Princess Carolyn. Yeah, that that I feel her a lot, but also she reminds me a lot of my friend Emily Clark, just in the I way that she Emily. talks. Emily Clark is delightful. <laughs> she is so incredible, but she reminds me of Princess Caroline so much in the best ways, in the best ways. Yeah. Princess Caroline has this line some some point. It's just like, I. it's just so much easier to take care of other people than it is to take care of me. And I feel that on a spiritual level sometimes. I, I Yeah, yeah, me too. I, 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 yeah, I, but I'm learning. I'm learning. Self-care is important. <laughs> We all deserve self-care. You know what? How about you guys, all who listen to this, just do something for yourself today and let us know what you did because I want to know that you're doing good things for yourself. Yeah, read a book, watch a show you've been looking forward to. Masturbate. Just do something that makes you feel good. I don't care what it is. Go for a jog, whatever you like. Go on a bike ride. I did a 25-mile bike ride the other day. Um, Nice. First time I could do it without dehydrating. It was beautiful out amazing very impressed i started watching bridgerton yesterday there's a lot of sex in that show a lot there is a lot of dingle dangles there is i haven't gotten there's been like one sex scene so far but i'm only in episode three so i only watched the first episode and then my girlfriend kept on watching that i popped in every now and then i was like oh oh no that's 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 a penis that's yeah yeah that's me with once upon a time while i'm actually watching it though like, oh, this is happening. Okay. Um, okay, before we wrap this up, there's an important thing I need to talk to Liz about. Did you hear the news? This is so important, especially between us. What is the news? ABBA has reunited and written two new songs and a new album is coming out. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> this is the greatest information ever. Yes. Right? Yes, I- yes, ABBA. <laughs> I found out through TikTok when they made a TikTok and announced their albums, which was the most fucked way to learn that ABBA has new music coming out. Oh, ABBA's just going with the new generation that love ABBA. I wonder if Benny and Bjorn have seen our drunk Mamma Mia video. 
I don't know. Uh, and oh my if God. they did, how would you feel about that? I don't know how I'd feel. I cut both of his cameos from the video. Why did so. you do that? I, do you think that he you did that out of anger that there wasn't more <laughs> ABBA content out here and now he's trying to remedy it? I did not. It was more like the video was nearly 40 minutes long and I needed to cut more footage. <laughs> thing is that video is so good editing wise that i could have done with another 40 minutes of it it was yeah. so well executed i loved it i love that video so much fun, i feel like i'm the only one that loves it but i love it so much fun fact about that video um add the second movie was out of sync so i had to resync it oh god you poor i i made an oopsie so i had to resync it so i was a couple seconds off but i fixed it so it's okay. Now, what do you think they'd do for Mamma Mia 3? Um, I think it'd be the Mamma Mia 2 we always wanted, where Sophie finally goes to the damn paternity doctor, figures out who her father is. And it's Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key, and turns out they're in Schmigadoon, but Mamma Mia world. And um, uh, Dev Cameron is a nurse, just... Talking about socialism. <laughs> no, Stuff Cameron is um, Amanda Seyfried's daughter, all grown up. But we're flashing forward to that instead. No, he no, he had a son. Did she? Yeah, she had a son. Did they say? Oh, did we see his penis or something? No, I'm pretty sure she said I had a son. <laughs> I don't we'll think... see you next time on Patreon with Cheese. <laughs> Liz, if you ever fucking contradict me again, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Did you stop recording? No. Oh, God. I kept that in. I'm going to keep that in. Please don't kill me. <laughs> Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor, and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.